Hello, all. Welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 272, and today we'll be talking about the episode titles and descriptions for Steven Universe Future. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Much healthier this week? Yeah, I'm doing much better. You know, life's going great, and Steven Universe Future airs, what, this Friday? No, Saturday. next, in, in exactly six days. Yeah, a Saturday premiere before Adult Swim. That's pretty exciting, but we have 10 episode titles to go through. And at least for one of them, I have a really crazy theory that connects to things we've talked about before. And otherwise, this is actually uh, not exactly the direction I thought the season was going to go. So yeah, let's get into that, I guess. What were your initial thoughts about the overall, what we're getting in these first 10 episodes? I mean, it's... It's got all the slice of life that I want out of a Steven Universe continuation series, but some of these episodes do seem like they really ought to be uh, big plot-heavy episodes, but I guess we'll get to it when we get to that specific episode. But at 11 minutes, it has to be more slice of life-ish. Yeah, my big takeaway was I was surprised just how much, at least from the, you know, sometimes Steven Universe episode descriptions can be incredibly deceiving. But they seem to be leaning pretty heavily on the, well, exactly what Steven thought his future would be, especially now that he's also dealt with Spinel, that he kind of has a happily ever after, which means there's a lot of gems hanging out on Earth. But I I think it's going to get more complicated than that. But also, it makes me wonder about how many more episodes come after episode 10, because it seems like they feel like they have a lot of room to do this, you know? Yeah. They never, they never did define how many episodes. Somebody was passing around something trying to say, oh yeah, there'll be 52 episodes of this. Hulu said so. But, I mean, that's Hulu getting Steven Universe Future when HBO Max is going to exist. And I'm not sure about that. So, I, I, I was, I'm expecting 26 still, but we'll see. I'm still expecting that somehow, you know, just because AT&T owns it, somehow they're going to screw us over and they're going to be like, and the last five episodes of Steven Universe Future you can catch exclusively on HBO Max. And that'll be, you know, take us somewhere near the 30 episode mark. Hmm. I mean, it would be in character for them, at least. But anyway, let's get on to, on to some of these, like Little Homeschool. Welcome to Little Homeschool, a place on Earth where gems from all over the universe can come to learn how to live together peacefully. But there's one gem who refuses to attend. I'm assuming this is the gem from the sneak peek, although I want it to be Jasper, obviously. And, you know, maybe the the description can be playful and it could be both. Like, it could be deceiving. Maybe Steven is introducing our new corrupted gem to the little homeschool and then also Jasper appears. But then again, it looks like probably episode three is where Jasper actually comes back. But... I don't know exactly what they're trying to achieve with Little Homeschool. Like, this whole first episode, I guess, sets up sort of what the tone is going to be like. But I feel like we already got that from the movie. So I really hope this doesn't feel repetitious. I think the one thing that'll obviously distinguish it from what we already saw of Little Homeworld is we're going to get a lot of voice acting for all the new gems, right? So we're going to establish which one of these corrupted gems that have been healed are actually going to be important for the rest of the show which ones are going to be voiced and man we don't have even any 
voice actor names, it would be pretty exciting to see some familiar names. Yeah, I am astonished that we haven't got any leaks on those. Yeah, since when is Cartoon Network actually good at keeping this stuff under lock and key? But maybe it'll come out a few days before Saturday. Yeah, we'll see. So, you want to move on to guidance then? I like the emphasis on Amethyst. It says, Amethyst has been helping little homeschool gems find jobs on the boardwalk, but Steven isn't sure about her approach. I can definitely imagine this as being, again, just very playful. Amethyst can be a little brash, so maybe her approach with humans could put Steven off, but I wonder if anything belies this description, if there's anything more troubling, but this kind of feels like an episode where they're just messing around and isn't advancing the plot a whole lot, so I'd have to imagine in in the, like, character-driven side of this show that this would, again, be giving us more development, which we would really need for these for these new gems beyond little homeschool. So I guess we're going to get that, and we're going to set up this new status quo of just what does this human interaction with gems look like? Because we've come so far from the start of this show where we just didn't even know if the humans had any idea about what, you know, we thought they were like mentally blocked from understanding what the gems were. But I guess they know they're aliens. They've always been able to recognize a gem if you force them to look at it. <laughs> well... <laughs> Miss May, Warren, not sure. Yeah, I mean, car crash victim, you know how it is. But I'm thinking this is the episode where we got that screenshot of Big Pinchy. Looks like she's waiting tables at Fish Stew Pizza, looking adorable as ever. Yeah, I can't imagine the voice that's going to come out of that character. (laughs) I don't know if they're going to go for, like, overly cute or... You know, it'd be really interesting if these corrupted gems actually had hints of corruption in their voices. But uh, that's too much. I'm wondering (laughs) if Amethyst's approach is lying about the the homeworld gems or I I guess we'll have to find out what objectionable thing she's doing. Does it push against Stephen's morals? Like how objectionable can she even be acting anyway? Like what is her approach? Getting a job in Beach City requires... What, doing an interview asking? Like, what, is she, like, sneaking them in and pretending that the gems are humans, maybe? Like, oh, you know, Mayor Dewey came in to work for the, for the big donut today, and it's just one of the corrupted gems dressed up? Probably not. Why would I you not annoying. hire Big Pinchy? Is it because of her skin condition? <laughs> I'll have you know that bright red skin and that crab claws skin condition, you terrible person. Actually, I guess corruption was contagious, but it's probably not contagious anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, not to humans anyway. Not that we know of. Not that we know of, but maybe some organic material will get corrupted this this season. So the, well, that'll be episode 10. Yeah. But uh, the, the third episode of the night is going to be Rosebud. Steven gets a surprise visit from some old friends and an even more surprising introduction to some new ones. Now, I'm assuming this is the one where the Famethyst shows up, and I'm also assuming... The, they bring some rose quartzes with them. Yeah, I mean, huh, rosebud. Wonder what that could be about. Yeah, but hmm. yeah, it, did Stephen free the rose quartz gems, or was he completely uninvolved in that? You know, he went to the zoo before. He saw all the bubbled rose quartzes. He even commented on them to Greg. Like they both saw them. The idea that Stephen never actually touched the zoo for two years, and that. They just happen to unbubble them on their own. Unless I miss something, you know, I haven't finished playing Unleash the Light yet that just came out. I don't know if they're covering that territory because it does cover plot-wise the territory between Change Your Mind and Future. But it's just kind of weird that Rose Quartz would pop up out of nowhere. It, it gives me a weird vibe on how 
this situation of dismantling the Empire was handled with Steven. It doesn't feel the same as, see, like a show like Avatar completely avoided and is only now handling in comics, many, many comics, what happened between defeating Fire Lord Ozai and then 70 years later, you know, Legend of Korra. They, they get to take as much time as they want and they'll probably, you know, never finish that process of going through in the comics. How did they set up democracies? How did they, you know, rebuild the world? And meanwhile, in Steven Universe, we kind of have... How exactly did the diamonds, how did we forgive them for yeah. their atrocities and then completely reshape everything? And, you know, maybe Stephen was too busy in these past two years to remember the Rose Quartzes. I can accept that. Yeah. But, uh, so, hmm. like I said, we saw we saw in the sneak peek, we, we do see a Rose Quartz in her uniform. So, probably from this episode, but moving on next, Volleyball. Stephen is determined to help Pink Diamond's original pearl heal the scar on her face. And with that episode description, that sounds like, whew, that, that sounds like an introspective journey that Steven gets to take her on. So maybe that's where the hallucination is coming in. I really want to understand how, you know, we knew before this season started that the thematic connection through all of this is Steven dealing with his own internal problems. But like just from these four episodes, so now we're already at episode four dealing with a pretty big m- mystery, right? Pink, Pink Pearl's scar. Does that connect at all to the other things that happened? Like, we've set up homeschool, we've brought back characters. Are any of those things related to Pink Pearl, or are we just now side-dealing side with that? The episode title, Volleyball, makes me and a lot of people think we're going to see Watermelon Tourmaline, the gem who was the pufferfish monster in Beach Party when they played volleyball. So, maybe she'll figure in somehow? I mean, the episode title is definitely... This is one of the most strange, uninterpretable titles ever. Yeah, it does make me think of Beach Party, but uh, like, how on earth is volleyball? I know people have made jokes about that being the name of something that some sort of ritual or activity that Pink Pearl and, you know, Pink Diamond would have done and that maybe that would have cracked her face. But uh, yeah. Also, will this actually deal with how she got the scar, or is it just healing? I'm assuming we have to find out the backstory. This is such a strange character that she was just kind of introduced at the end of one series, technically, and now we're just kind of dealing with her at the beginning of this one. Well, hopefully that means she'll be a major character. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's leading into... My question is, what does she make question inside of Steven? Like, Steven already has a relatively low opinion of his mom. How much lower can it get? Because if the trauma to Pink Pearl's face was caused by, you know, his mom directly, does that still affect Steven anymore? Is there something, you know, how much farther can that be taken? Or what else can this reveal to us about the past? Could this shine light back on the diamonds again Mm. if it wasn't Pink Diamond's fault? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping of all the episodes, this one seems like a really good time to get Spinel some airtime. So hopefully that happens. Because Spinel's best buds with the diamonds right now, and she sure knows what it's like to be hurt by a diamond, whether it be pink or white who hurt Pink Pearl. I mean, there are stories to tell that Spinel, Our Pearl, and Pink Pearl know collectively. <laughs> you know, maybe Spinel will be the one to finally speak up more. Hmm, would be nice, but uh... Ooh, 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 okay, this one's gonna be good. Bluebird. Steven questions the motive of a mysterious fusion that suddenly shows up at his house. And if this is not Aquamarine and Eyeball, 
then the entire fandom and I just quit. We don't even know at that point. Yeah, the, the, they're not trying to um, pull one over on us with this. This is definitely tied in with the fusion that we saw in the promo. And I like that Bluebird, as far as I'm aware, is not a gem name. So it's just probably a self-declared name. And I, it'll be fun if that's what they're called the entire time. And obviously they are going to try to pass as being good characters. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I, I, and both of them are, I mean, Aquamarine was pretty, pretty, pretty evil. Yeah, she enjoyed her job. I don't, you know, the rubies, they're so goofy that even for the, the meanest of them all eyeball, I just can imagine them much more easily being redeemed. Although I don't know why I'm saying eyeballs the most evil because, uh, we all know Navy. Yeah. Na- Navy is pretty despicable. Yeah. At least eyeball will tell you she's going to stab you. But so what do you, what do you think? Could be the angle of Bluebird here. So say, uh, let's go down the two paths. If they're good, that just seems pretty anticlimactic, right? Like, I feel like it's going to be maybe a season long question of, or at least for a while, they're going to hold on to the idea of, are they good or bad? But maybe they shouldn't do that because maybe that's just a really cheap writing trick we've seen done before. Like, is that really going to cause that much interesting Mm. tension and questioning? Or is that just too straightforward and making us think about that type of question isn't the type of thing Steven Universe does. Like, they're either just going to be good, and we accept that, or they'll turn evil by the end and somehow be... But I don't think they'd be fused if they were evil. I don't know. I think at the end of the day that their fusion maybe says that they're not evil. Aquamarine is definitely having some say in what that fusion is doing based on, you know, how she's acting in that preview we saw. So Aquamarine is definitely not being held prisoner by Eyeball. I could promise you that much. And I don't see why Aquamarine would hold Eyeball prisoner. So, yeah, they're working together for something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what even... Th- these two both have a strong dislike for Steven. Obviously, lots of fan art has centered around that <laughs> that core dynamic this duo has. Yeah, I don't see why Aquamarine would have any particular hatred of Steven. But if they're evil, like, how good of a plan really is this? Like infiltrate steven's house pretend to be friends with him and then what like i mean is their motive as stupid and boring as killing him they're gonna erase all of the save files on his consoles is what they're gonna do yeah i mean what what are they really going to do to him like what what even could be the ultimate plot i mean this again ties into what is jasper or this fusion bluebird really going to be doing this season like it feels like them going against the entire rest of the gem world is not going to be possible unless they collect a significant enough uprising, which again would be against the diamonds, which, I mean, the diamonds are pretty OP. I guess they weren't that OP during the war until they pulled out their corruption at the end, but... Well, once 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 Steven loses his lonely arms unlocks, then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, again, maybe the big driving thing. Who cares if Jasper's plan might suck? The main thing driving the plot might become just again steven's inner turmoil causing a bunch of problems when he goes super saiyan but so yeah i don't know i don't know what this Hmm. but yeah i'm interested to see i i just want them to be really cohesive this season so i really hope that like bluebird ties in with this stuff better i hope it's not like eight different stories we're dealing with well I, i wouldn't mind just completely slice of life off the wall stuff but if we do want to tie it in maybe they're evil, and maybe Steven suspects they're evil the whole time, and maybe the problem is, Steven, unlike back with Navy, 
was never willing to give them the chance. Like, he just was like, nope, nope, I'm not letting you hurt me this time. And him closing himself off like that is going to be his problem. Like, we already saw in the movie, he's not as empathetic as he once was. I think that's a pretty good idea. And it would even not do to the, you know, the writers wouldn't have been able to plan this, but that kind of idea even ties into fan complaints about the diamonds changed. We can't accept that, you know? <laughs> this would be like a meta commentary back on anytime you think a character's too irredeemable. Sorry, viewer slash Steven, but other people eh. change. Even your mom changed. Th- this next one, I'm like, why did they do this to me? A very special <laughs> episode. Rainbow Quartz 2.0 promised to hang out with Onion the same day Sunstone scheduled a home safety Geminar. How can Steven be in two places and two fusions at once? And I'm like, okay, obviously this one's going Cordy with the title A Very Special Episode, but why did they have to do this to me? What did I, what, what did I do to deserve this? I mean, this is just a combination of so many things. First of all, I can't actually believe we're getting more airtime of these two new fusions that were introduced during Change Your Mind, because those just felt like special, let's just get these fusions visible once before the series ends type things. So now now that they have the opportunity to dig into these characters more, I guess we're doing it. And yeah, man, but at the same time, like this is one of those episode descriptions that is so purposefully goofy that you can't help but wonder if something crazy is coming out of this. I mean, do they do they still do the be in two places at once plot line? Is that still a thing? Right. Oh, or yeah. I mean, is this going to be that straightforward of an episode where Steven has to keep going back and forth between two fusions? I mean, would Garnet and Pearl even be in on such a plot anymore? And also, a home safety Geminar? What even... What even is Sunstone talking about? Like, what is that? For the for the little homeworld? Are they giving home safety seminars? Geminars? I, I guess it's to gems if it's a Geminar, but what do they need that for? What on earth is this episode about? Why is it with Onion of all characters? Are we finally going to give Onion more significance and relevance than, than just a, you know... Towny? I don't know. We've seen in the movie that Onion can be in several places at once, too. So maybe that big reveal will be that Onion was with Sunstone the whole time. He knew the whole time what Steven was doing. He was just amused by it. Okay, that's four-dimensional chess. If it turns out that the visual gag of Onion being many places is actually like he... The reveal of this episode isn't even the other theory I'm about to present, but it's Onion is is a magical being, and it's one that can replicate himself in multiple places, which has only been introduced once. Love it. <laughs> but what is your what is your other theory? Well, see, it seems too early, like for this in episode six. But I think instead of being a straight up reveal, there could be a hint of some of the adding on to those astral projection powers that Stephen has, which lead into Hmm. the crazy theory that has gone around online that I've helped perpetuate before, which is that maybe the way that Lion exists is partially as being still controlled by an astral projection of Rose Quartz, which is which is may also be why she's not present when, you know, Pink Steven (laughs) reforms and stuff. Maybe that's you know part of where her consciousness went and it would be such a terrible reveal for the series. If Rose is part of Lion, but I still think it's fascinating and, but you know, his astral projection powers, I feel like still have more of a reason to exist than just being cool. And 
I can't help but look at this episode description and think, how could he be at two places at once? I wonder if he figures out how to Danny Phantom this thing and, you know, replicate himself in some way, either through projection or through controlling multiple beings. So uh, those those will be the two episodes on the 14th. The first episode of the 21st is going to be, this one should be quick, Snow Day. Steven and the Crystal Gems get a chance to catch up when they're all snowed in together. I mean, it's going to be my favorite episode of the season. I already know it. The last time, I mean, this just gives me memories of Winter Forecast. And I love Winter Forecast. I love Steven getting future vision and us seeing multiple visions of him getting cozy with Greg. And the ending with Connie is amazing. And even the weird, I love that they bring in the the shooting star. Is that what it was? Yes. You shoot like, it. I even love that weird like side thing that never got followed up on. But the fact that the gems were doing some side important thing trying to deal with destroying a thing that connected with a previous episode like if snow day can kind of give us this maybe we even need a breather after a very special episode and we just need to kind of like catch up with all the gems i i think i'm gonna love this the most because i just love the idea of everyone sitting around and sharing stories because i just these characters need to talk to each other more they need to talk to each other more and convey information that is important plot and you know because that's what it's about at the end of the day. Sharing stories, I like that idea. I'll be I'll be happy if it's a everyone tells a short story episode. Here's the here's the interesting one. Why so blue? Steven has heard rumors of a pair of gems that are still destroying worlds. If he can't stop them, maybe Lapis can. So like again, this is obviously the two Lapis Lazulis we saw. Yeah, I'm ready for some Lapis on Lapis battle action. Because I mean if this was ever the time to have an amazing set piece of Lapis's battling with water, like let Rebecca come in and do some boards for this episode and just, you know, draw from the craziest Dragon Ball episode or I don't even know, whatever amazing action set piece from anime that you want to think about and go kind of crazy with this. This would be pretty cool. Like we're not in a stage of Steven Universe where battling is a thing we do anymore, but the best action set piece we ever had in this show was with our introduction to Lapis and Steven and the Crystal Gems having to fight her water clone things in a mirror gem. So well, ocean I, gem. I want this. But also, just seeing other Lapises, I mean, that's neat, I guess. You know, I just want to see them fight. This is the last episode before Christmas, so it could be a Christmas present. I'm not sure if they're going to battle each other. I mean, obviously, Steven has to dust off those conflict resolution skills. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. I mean, these are world destroyers, though. A pair of gems that are still going around, maybe never heard Steven's message, and are just clearing planets. That's going to be pretty interesting to deal with. And the fact that they have to bring another Lapis in to deal with the problem, to me, that sounds like physical conflict. Mm. No no talking, no singing. Fists of water. <laughs> I want my water bending. I need, yeah. I need Avatar yeah. back. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure. But maybe you will get your Christmas present after all. And then the the last day, the last two episodes that we have uh, time for will be the 28th little graduation. Stephen and the Jim celebrate little homeschools first graduating class. Yeah, what happens in this episode, GC? <laughs> what happens? I mean, I mean, obviously, Big Pinchy gives a valedictorian speech. Obviously, I mean. It seems like we kind of abandoned the whole school thing from episode one up until episode nine. So maybe they're going to like, we'll see hints of that throughout the season so that this doesn't feel so 
separate from the first episode, but what are they trying to wrap up that's happening? Like, what is happening with our uncorrupted gems that will interestingly tie in with a little graduation? Hmm. I, 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 like, have no idea what could happen in this. Maybe it's just a completely chill episode, but it feels like you can't just do 11 minutes of a ceremony, right? I mean, it's, I don't know. it's not going to be all ceremony. Clearly, clearly, there's going to be some controversy, like... Maybe some gem gets held back, or some gem feels like she's not ready, or... I don't know. The last time we had a major, like, life celebration at Garnet's wedding, the cluster emerged. I mean, so... I'm just saying, like, if Jasper gets held back and she doesn't take it very well, maybe that's why Steven has to bring out Pink Steven on her. I mean, the one promo image we got was just the new, the off-colors graduating. I don't know if they're, like, the only part of the graduating class or not. But, like, I don't understand this episode. I can't wait to see how it leads into yeah. what is maybe the mid-season finale. It'll it'll probably make a lot more sense once we've seen the episodes leading up to it. We'll probably be able to have a, a better idea of what's going on then. Well, the, the three episodes before it seemed to be completely disconnected from the school plot. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, the Fair first, enough, the, None of them. I mean, almost all of them. Dealing with Pearl, dealing with the fusion. Dealing with more fusions being snowed in. I mean, none of those. Well, snow day, actually, though, I will say they could have a snow day for school. Snow day is a phrase. We didn't we didn't catch that. That kind of connects to school. Maybe it's also little homeschools snowed snow day. Ooh, but uh, I know I know you're anticipating hotly anticipating prickly pear. After leaving little homeschool, Stephen has found a new hobby. Plants. Which, by the way, not a new hobby. Other people have pointed this out. Like, Stephen already was cultivating plants, as we saw in the movie. But okay, you know, apparently he's getting more into it. But this definitely debunks, the description alone debunks my idea that Jasper is the one who, understanding corruption and understanding the cluster, somehow works on organic fusions and, and, and corruption. Because apparently this is just going to come from Stephen himself, but what what is really going to make... Stephen's already chill with making the plants, so what's going to make him make the horrifying cacti, Stephen, that we see, hmm. see in, the, in the new intro? Well, I mean, even at the best of times, he would make hyper-violent watermelons. So if if he's in a bad place, maybe that's why the plants he makes this time aren't so great. Yeah, I just wonder what the catalyst for... Like, what, what is what is this episode really, if it's what's leaving us at the end of 2019? Is he, do we just see Steven working with plant life more? Like, why, is he experimenting with life creation? Like, I feel like that's a weirdly, he's never really done it on, well, he's done it on purpose once with Pumpkin. And we don't know if Pumpkin potentially is what causes him. This could still be the episode where Pumpkin dies. We We have no idea. But I just wonder what else could be, what internal feelings is he having after the little graduation that would make him make these plants turn horrible. And also, how big of a threat is a, is a cacti, Stephen, anyway? I, I still don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you'll get your story arcs, David, but I think you just need to sit back and enjoy the slice of life. Oh, yeah, we're going to get we're going to we sure are going to be sliced into little pieces of life. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. So yeah, that's that's ten episodes coming up. The first four gonna be coming just on the seventh, so less than a week now. Make sure you don't miss the 
debut of Steven Universe feature on December 7th, because you know we're going to be talking about it. Yeah, an hour long. We're I don't, besides the movie, which was a 45 minute podcast episode, I don't know how we're going to, might have to do some really quick thoughts and then, well, we're just going to be kept hitting up with more episodes, so I don't even know how we'll handle all the coverage. We might even go yeah. back in the new year and deal Maybe. with some of them again, but... We'll see. We'll see how the schedule works out for us. But anyway, guys, that's what we'll be talking about next week. Join us then. Until next week, though, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to uh, hit us up with a review on iTunes or uh, with a like on YouTube. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.